All right, everybody, episode 372 of Global From Asia. We're talking about certificates, testing, labs for your products, your e-commerce here in China with experts on the ground, local people here. This is what we're trying to do here at Global From Asia. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Just me on the intro today. It's actually Aubrey's birthday today. Happy birthday, Aubrey. I don't know if you agree with me, but she's amazing. She's been doing great with her GFA VIP members. If you're in our membership, you probably have talked to her lately. She's got her passport. We got to get her to China. We got to send her around. You know, I think she's an up and coming star here in the community. So keep it up, Aubrey. Happy birthday. Enjoy. So I'll just do this intro on my own today. And we are rocking and rolling here with the Excalibur Brothers brand case study here at Globe Asia using our new blimp method. And today's session, we bring with us an expert in supply chain and testing, Nelson Shao. He's also a listener and he's also a GFA VIP subscriber or member. So thank you, Nelson, for your support. We had met in person. I haven't been able to meet. I had to do this recording in online because we're locked down here. I mean, it's still, I've been like over two weeks locked down, actually in my buddy's apartment. And there's a long story to this. Maybe any outro I'll share. All right. If you're curious about my lockdown story, after this meaty interview where we dive into certifications and testing and labs in China for your e-commerce product or any kind of product with some price insights and tips of ways to save money and time, we will talk about my lockdown story in the blah, blah, blah session. All right. Enjoy this session 372 with Nelson. And thank you to our sponsor, our returning sponsor, Mercury.com online bank. Well, it's a real bank, but you can do it totally online for U.S. Our Blimp program participants are going through this as well. Thank you, Mercury. Travis is great there. He's been on our show. He's been in our events. We're going to have another event where we will have them attending as well. And if you want to get a little bonus for you and us, if you sign up and do some special circumstances, you can go to globalformation.com slash Mercury. I also have a video tutorial that we use even for the Blimp people. They use the same exact video to learn how to use it. I hope you can check it out. Totally free. Why not? See you there. All right. Thank you, everybody, for a Global From Asia podcast tuning in today. Still in the same background as last <laughs> last show. I'm still locked down since the last podcast, and that was two weeks, two weeks ago. So, you know, Nelson, uh, it's great to have you. Aubrey, of course. Aubrey, our co-host here and community manager. Thanks for being here, Aubrey. Thanks as well, Mike. As usual, it's our pleasure to be on your show. Yeah, it's our show. It's our show. Uh, it's a community show. And we're trying our best to include everybody in the community. So today, Nelson Shao. Nelson, I believe you've been oh. listening to the podcast for quite some time from what I've what you've told me and the e-commerce gladiator story with the Satano and the Mocha Pod. And you know, we met for the first time in December at the Nao Shenzhen launch relaunch party. And it was a great to see you there. We've met a couple times since, and uh, you're also in our GFA VIP membership. So that's really awesome too. Thanks for supporting today, Nelson. So do you mind just introducing yourself for our listeners today? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. First of all, it's really the honor, you know, to be invited here. So this is really the first time I, I'm doing the podcast with Michael. It's really it's a great time, I hope. 
I believe we will have the good time today. Yeah, I have been working like for, you know, a U.S. company, U.K. company, for four company over 15 years. So all of these years, you know, at the beginning, I my major focus is focused on the, you know, the product testing, quality inspections, and the factory quality system audits. And uh, that is my uh, major task for my for the first seven or eight years. So after that, I'm starting, you know, focusing on the almost the whole whole thing. You know, for example, it's the US team, you know, designed the products they wanted to, you know, produce in China. So my first my first job is to, you know, find the right factories to give us the right price. And then I need to follow, start from that point and then once they made the samples, I need to follow the productions and check the product quantities and then make sure the product can ship to US, to Europe uh, timely. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of listeners are going to learn a lot from your insights today. It's great. And sure. also I'd love to share it. Mm-hmm. expertise will be very useful to the community. So uh, let's make this uh, interactive and let's go through an, our new public case study, which is the Excalibur Brother brand. So we're also new, using a new strategy, which is the Blimp method. I hope uh, you've already known about that because you have uh, mentioned that before. So we have four products being developed and preparing to launch now. We're excited. So let us go through them. And can we discuss some of your uh, QA sites? Sure, sure. So, yeah, you know, basically uh, the QA, you know, we, we, let's put it this way, okay? Each time if we have the, uh, if you were, for example, if my team, our company has the new projects, new program, get started, uh, QA, oh, you know, the role will get involved at the very beginning since the product start designing because we really need to, you know, working with the designers at the very beginning point to, you know, give the designers the, the head size and what's the pre- specific, the, you know, the, the safety issues. Because for each of the countries like US, UK, different countries, they have a different rec- uh, safety requirements. So we need to get involved, the QA stuff, QA saying to get involved at the very beginning to, you know, unearn the designers, what is the specific safety issues need to be taken care of, to, to need to be uh, start considering, right? Uh, so, so the, yeah, yeah, you know, based on the dif- different type of products, different countries, you're gonna have the different, uh, you know, specific requirements. Yeah. All right, well, I think it's perfect then. We're still in the development stages of these first four products. So I think maybe today we'll get some even new insights and people can learn at the same time. The the first product we're building is a uh, polishing cloth for wine glasses. So I I don't have it because of the lockdown physically with me. Can't receive samples here, but it's it's essentially a, a microfiber cloth that you can dry your glass with to make it very, you know, clean and no spots. So it's from a Dongguan factory being produced, starting production. I think they're ordering materials right now. So what's the major, the main, main materials? Is fabric, textile? Uh, it's po- polyester. Yeah, textile. Uh, uh, you know, polyester. 
Okay, so it's just for the major purpose, the major function is to dry the wine glass, right? Yeah, the main purpose is drying a glass. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's very soft, you know, and stretches, it stretches so that, and it's long so that you can hold it, the bottom of the glass and the top of the glass with the cloth so you don't use your fingers when you're touching it at all. Okay, okay. Okay, so I guess uh, given your, uh, what you have said, the major point we need to focus is, is the, uh, this, the uh, strings, you know, the fiber, the fiber strings, because if you, we can imagine, right, these, these products to join the wine class. So after that, the, the user gonna to wash it, right? Yeah, talking about the washing, the, the first point we need to consider is the, the you have the color on the on the plotters. You cannot the color fastness need to be stay good, right? You cannot after wash, you know, all of the colors, you know, gonna get in stay. That's also uh, one of the major points need to be considered. So after that is the is the strings, you know, because you, you can, we cannot you know just simply use the plotters one word several times. You know, you start uh, cracking, right? So this uh, for this kind of products, basically, these two things need to watch, right? It's the color fastness, and the second thing is the, you know, how strong the, the, the fiber content is, because uh, if you, I'm not sure if the this if this product you just mentioned gonna send it to the send to the third party to be tested or not. If we need to test them to the testing lab to test it. So the strings, the, the uh, fiber condenser strings is absolutely one of the things will be tested. So this, yeah. This yeah I mean, a, one of our community members has experience selling this product in the past. So we have a little bit of an advantage um, with this factory. He has a relationship already with this, this factory, but it's true. We should get a, even, even still additional test as well for the strength and other, other requirements. Yeah, I also definitely agree to that as well. Durability is a must and also it must be soft enough, right? So that our customers will be happy with that product. So I believe uh, we can proceed to our next product, the leather glasses cases. I think in this case, uh, you will put your reading glasses into it. Also maybe sunglasses if they prefer for a rough and masculine look and feel. It's kind of cool. So for leather, any tips or insights on that one? Sorry, I didn't hear clearly. What was the product specifically? Could you say it again? It's a leather glass case. So you put your, your glasses, uh, Nelson, you have your glasses, you can put them in this case. It's made of cow, cow skin leather, cowhide leather material. Okay. So it's a glass uh, little case, right? Not as a glass. Not the glasses, just the just a container to uh, protect it when you're not using them, maybe at sleep or okay. when you take them off. Okay, so yeah, this uh, is also I think of this one. I hope say the major uh, thing we need to focus is the you know the the, the uh, you know this container is gonna have the cover, right? Put the glass in and then close it, right? So this, the major thing is the is the life test. The, the uh, you know the need is gonna be closed, open, open, 
close it op, close it open so this so usually yeah we have similar we have the similar products before so you know we test this is one of the very common regular tests to test how how good the the current is gonna be so usually you test the you know keep closing and opening like 200 times to see how good it is so this is one of the major performance tests for this kind of products so uh, yeah as you described i just can you know and can tell this is one of the major tests and another thing this is a performance test right for the safety issues yeah, as I mentioned, it's all our products is quite similar. You just need to consider all of the heavy metal contains this of the issues, like the total net or something like this. Yeah, you need to be uh, at the beginning to mention to the factory suppliers to to make sure all of the if there are any you know coating or yeah. Another thing is you know uh, so you as you mentioned the the material is a uh, is a co Hybrid, right? Am yeah. I missing cow, right? Cow, like, yeah, cow hide or the cow skin, like leather material from an animal. Okay, yeah, yeah this is kind of a specific uh, material. If also, again, in, you want to send the products to be tested. Another major test you will be testing, which is for the, for phallic, phallic contents. Have you ever heard about that? No. Maybe I, I can text you. It's a it's quite a it's a chemical uh, chemical test to to test. Is there any you know this is this a real? I mean, is this a man-made material or just a real? Of course, there's the poly PU, but we want the real uh, animal leather. We don't want the plastic polyurethane. We want the genuine top. You know. From a cow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, right. As you mentioned, it's some somehow has a little bit peel uh, included, right? So for the peel part, it's one of the major tests. Is let me test you here. They call fairly content. Oh wow, that's a long one. Yeah, I. Aubrey, can you the, put that in the show notes, maybe in the in the in the some people that are interested. P-H-T-H-A, fatalite, fatalite content. Interesting. Fatalite content, yes. It's one of the chemical uh, chemical factors in the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this is great. I mean, I, and I hope, you know, the point of this is also for listeners to understand the thought process of each product and what to consider. So the third product is a shot glass, you know, like drinking a, uh, a shot of alcohol or baijiu something. And it's, it's in a bamboo wood holder. So it's six, six shot glasses with a uh, bamboo wood holder to hold mm -hmm. the glasses together. So the whole, whole set is including the wine glass and the bamboo holder. Is yeah, right? the shot glass and the bamboo wood it's it's seven pieces okay. six glasses and one holder wow this is uh <laughs> sounds like a great products yeah we glass, wine glass and the bamboo holders yeah. okay for the for the glass of a wine a part one glass part you know this the major test i uh, let me also uh text you is thermal shock test okay 
it basically is because as we we can easily understand the wine class is generally is to hold the wines, right? Maybe sometimes the consumer who use the the use the glass the wine glass to okay. Let me let me show you the what the specific test is it is. Yeah, thermal shock test. Okay, uh, Aubrey will also add that to the notes for people to read. For all of the, particularly for the uh, glass, you know, glass cups, this is a very important and common test. You know, uh, okay, it's a good one. Let me show you. I just have the one of those glass sure. over here. Oh, not, yeah, not, not exactly the wine cup, right? Because, you know, usually we, we use... <laughs> We use the cup to hold the, the water, particularly sometimes, most of the time is used the, the, the hot waters, right? The warm waters. So we have to be, to be sure, you know, if, if, if you know, if some uh, the customer use the, the cups to put some hot waters in, into it, if the quality is not good, it could be breaked immediately and yeah. uh, hurt, hurt, the, hurt the hands, right? So. So this is basically how these tests tested, you know, you know, they, they put some hot waters into the glass uh, for one or two minutes, and then take take out the hot water, and then immediately put some cold waters into the cup to see how the glass can be react. Mm. So this is how basically this test uh, to test it. Nice. Thank you so much, Nelson. Sure, sure. And for the bamboo part, in the holder part, I would say, is this is the real bamboo, natural bamboo? They say so, yeah. I mean, we are we have a sample. I haven't seen it yet, but they say it's re- real bamboo wood. Yes. Uh, why I'm asking this, because yes, we do have the similar products. Actually, I have to say for my company, mo- uh, a lot of the uh, products, they have the natural material effects on this surface but actually it just looks like the natural materials but actually it's not it just puts the the paper on, on the surface the paper printed the uh, wooden uh, wing or just makes it looks like the real okay if the bamboo holder is really using the natural bamboo so yeah let me tell you it's one of the things one of the things is absolutely need to be a Tested, which is the first step is need to make sure the, the very common quality issue for the natural material is if the if the moisture content is not is not at the at the right level, it could easily get get the move. Moisture contents. Moisture content. Okay. Yes, if the moisture content is not at the right level, it could easily get the uh, get this. Oh, the mold. Yeah, mold. Yes. All right. So, yeah, this is one of the things uh, for the natural materials. We absolutely need to be, it's, it's, it's critical, you know, for natural materials. Makes sense. Thanks, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thanks, Nelson, about that. So I think we can proceed to our last product, which is the drinking flask. So our first final product for the first batch of our Blimp Method participants, we will come with uh, two metal shot glasses and also in a nice box. So we want the casing of the flask to be leather as well. 
And yeah, we're still finalizing about that with the factory. So any comment on how to quality check a flask? Yeah, it's stainless steel 304. And, and we'll have a leather, also leather. We want to have real leather case around the metal. Okay, for the for the leather part, I just mentioned the right. The, uh, yes. the this is yeah. one of the uh, critical part, uh, critical test. For the metal parts, okay, so, uh, so is the metal gonna be exposure outside or gonna be gonna be covered by the leather? Uh, the majority will be covered by leather, but there will be the top and the bottom exposed to the air. Okay, so and then for the metal part, okay, let me text you. This is one of the nice. core. So it's a, yeah, it's rusty resistant test, right? For the Black. Yes, for the for the uh, metal uh, parts, metal components, metal. this is a really common uh, critical test. Yeah, I think people are familiar with rust, right? So rust is when, especially metal, gets older or wet, and you know it it corrode. It's corroded. Corro, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You mentioned the right word. Some most corrosion. of them say it's corrosion, corrosion yep. resistant. Yeah, so that's definitely corrosion something resistance. corrosion, corrosion resistance, and uh, rust resistance. Exactly. So, of course, with metal, nobody wants something that corrodes and gets like, you know, like uh, flakes, and then you know gets creaky. Obviously, you know, especially you know, unfortunately, Chinese-made products have bad, some bad reputation for this, right? So, we want to make sure the products that anybody sells is uh, top quality and uh, won't rust or corrode uh, over time as you know to to be used and 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 clean and uh, helpful so for sure that's a test that needs to be ensured is passed for this product okay yeah, so- yeah. another few thing for the metal parts let me let me test to you this, this is really very important for the metal parts and it's quite easily you know, generate this kind of issues, sharp point and sharp edges. Mm, very- sharp edges and sharp corners. Yes. Yeah, sharp. Yes. Yeah, like especially if it get hurt or cut, but not just hurt, it's just rough, right? It's not feeling yes, smooth. Yes. It mm-hmm. feels right. cheaper if it's if it's sharp and rough and rough. So to make sure the right. edges are 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 rough, are 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 smooth. Okay, this is great, Nelson. So we went through the f- four products that we're starting for this first batch of Amazon sales with the Blimp Method using the Excalibur Brothers brand and case study. So I really appreciate that. I think uh, listeners, I, I know I did, I'm sure Aubrey got some ideas. You know, each product, as you can tell, has different types of requirements and tests, depends on the material, right? Depends on the type of product, the country you're selling in. So what you know, what we're planning to do is, you know, send them to a one warehouse in China and then have them prepped and checked. But I'd love your feedback, you know, like, and I think uh, Aubrey and I could send you more information to Nelson and I'm sure for listeners too. So you say as soon as possible, the QA person should know about the product and the requirements, right? Before it's made. Yes. Okay. First of all, I, I let me emphasize. Okay, big, all of the the things uh, I just tested. It's just a very uh, basic and some of the key tests. Okay, so I, I would say uh, I really think you know, Michael, you organize this. Uh, you know, each you organize some of the uh, 
global from Asia in my first share the experience. I think it's pretty good. I think uh, for me, what I can share is, you know, yes, maybe later on, you know, different members, they are, they have the different products, right? If they like, just, you know, list what's their major products put in the Global Firm Asia. And later on, I can review review them one by one. Yeah. And then I could uh, very detailedly to list out for each product, uh, what is the uh, major key task uh, or needed to be taken care of. I think awesome. we can help help each other sharing, you know, each other's uh, backgrounds, experience, Let's see how it could benefit each other, right? That's so helpful, Nelson. Thank you, really. I'm sure the members will really appreciate that. And uh, we'll make sure on this show and, of course, in the community, we'll let them know. I guess one thing maybe that's worth adding to this discussion today is costs for these tests and time for these tests. I know the cost could change and the time can change it's twenty year 2022 right now, and maybe it'll go up or down. Can you give us some ideas of how much the cost would be for these tests and to how long it should take? Uh, if, if you're able to, that'd be really great. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, every day we have been, you know, sending the products to the third-party test lab doing the test. Yeah. Okay, first of all, for the testing cost, let me see. It depends. Okay. If you, uh, if your products just uh, send to this uh, big retainers like Amazon, Walmart, or Target, these big retainers, they do. You know, these big retainers, they they assign their uh, a specific third-party testing lab, which is usually this uh, this testing lab. Their testing cost is quite high. Mm. So, but uh, if your products is not sending it's just, you know, it's sending under your own brand and uh, the customer doesn't have any specific requirements. So basically, you just need to test some uh, regular, you know, tests. Like for, for those, for these products, I would suggest you, you don't need to send to the big, you know, companies, big uh, test, third-party testing companies. There, you know, in China, it has not of the uh, smaller, you know, local it's, it's still qualified, you know, testing apps, which is the testing cost is much cheaper and the testing time is much faster. So that's the, the first suggestion I would give. Okay. I mean, can we just say $1,000 or RMB or uh, $500, $2,000, you know, like what's kind of an expectation range let me I let mean, me give you give you a, a very specific example okay one of the very common tests is heavy metal heavy metal content test this is a very common test okay no matter what's what's your products will be sending to europe or uh, us so this is a very common test okay for this specific test if you if you uh, like send uh, sending to walmart or target these are big retainers they then they, they will require you send the product to specific NAPs, which is the uh, approach, the authorized. Mm. For the for, like uh, you probably know, you see SGS, Intertech, yeah, Inter or BV. Was these these three or this one? One more. These four are big four across the world. It's, 
is a very famous international third-party testing companies. So usually for the bigger retainers, they use this, this form, right? So for example, the heavy metal content test, if you send the products to this form, usually it will cost you for one for this one single test, it will cost you uh, 500 to 1000 USD. But if you just send to, you know, the no code lab, just one one, you will be 40% uh, cheaper. Mm, great insights. Yeah. So overall, it's, it really depends what your customer is, right? Is there, do you, does your customer have specific uh, lab? And they want you send your products to the specific labs. If your if your a customer doesn't have any in those specific lab, and then we can send it to the local smaller labs, which which is first of all the cost the cost is much cheaper and the testing time is much faster. That's really great. This is right. Thanks, Nelson, for those. You know, we get some ideas of cost and price differences between large or smaller solutions. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Nelson. So again, really happy to have you here on our show. And thank you again for being GFA VIP member. We appreciate you in the community. So how can people find you and connect with you? Maybe you can uh, suggest where your socials and such. And we can definitely find you in our GFA VIP community, right? So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's right. That's one of the way you can find me. Okay, another way is just, uh, okay, my, I'm going to put my phone number also is my WeChat ID. We can put it on the show notes if you're okay with that. Sometimes it might it might change, yeah. you know, or such. Okay, Aubrey, we'll, we'll keep that and we'll connect people that need to, Aubrey, right? So that's awesome, Nelson. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, yeah, like Aubrey said, thank you for, you know, being active in our community and supporting with the membership and, and sharing some really amazing insights today. I really appreciate it. Sure, sure. No problem. It's absolutely always, you know, honored to, you know, come here. We can share some experience, you know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm following. Just recently, I kind of busy, you know, having to follow your podcast for a while yet, but I will catch up for sure. No problem, no problem. I know we're all, we're all kind of going through a huge the whole world right now. Yeah, we're all going through adjustments, so it's totally understandable. Thank you again, Nelson, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sure. Thank you, Nelson. This has been great. You know, I think this is actually going back to what Global Formation was meant to be about. We're trying to get local experts in the community, not just, you know, good English-speaking, native English-speaking people from the Western here, but actually local Chinese people, local people in Asia, like in Thailand or Philippines, and bringing them on the show. That's really what I think was always about. I know the show started about Hong Kong business, which is under huge pressure right now. But, you know, it's about global from Asia, you know, Asia business globally. So, you know, I hope you enjoyed that one with Nelson. And, you know, we're trying to give you really insights you can't find elsewhere. Let's talk about my lockdown. I am here in my buddy Dave's place in Shenzhen. It's a nice little, nice big place. So that's been nice. Hope I don't break my camera now and I had to didn't have to come here I was in my apartment in Shenzhen my wife went to a Buddhist uh, funeral for one of her masters in the west of China near Tibet 
you know, I support her there. Of course, it was a bit hard. She knew it would be hard for two kids with me and all this stuff I do <laughs> in my work, my love. So her, my daughter went to see her aunt or my wife's sister. And the, my son Miles came here to David's uncle, David, godfather David's. And I was able to work on my own. But then just a couple days later, there was a lockdown in David's place here because it's right next to Hong Kong. Hong Kong is right over there. So I think they uh, said a foreigner, which I believe was a Hong Kong taxi driver, didn't follow quarantine and spread it, every, spread it, started spreading it. So they are super serious here and super strict. So they just lock everything down that has a potential of spreading. I think it wasn't this apartment compound, but in this neighborhood, there's a village next door. So they locked it down. All right. And then I could have stayed free outside of this, but my son was here and Miles is, you know, seven, going to be eight. And it's a lot of work. So plus, you know, I was kind of going to get locked down in my place. So I just had to come here and willingly get locked down to support, you know, taking care of Miles and being with my son and my my, one of my best friends and also a partner at Now Shenzhen. We had an interview. Also, Luciano our, is also a roommate here. So it was a great chance to get a lot of work done with Excalibur Brothers and Now Shenzhen and work and be with my son. So we were locked down here. He is finally, after two weeks, has been able to leave but can't come back. So I'm staying here because I can't come back here and the internet doesn't work so well in my apartment. And it's a bigger place here. So I'm... Um, running an online conference for Handshake next week. And I just don't want to risk the online event not being smooth. So I'm sticking out another week here on my own. But then actually my, my family's apartment where I'm supposed to be is also locked down now. And you can't re-enter enter unless you're a resident and prove with residents, you know, registering with the police. So that's why I can't come back here unless I was registered with the police and change my address to David's place from where I am. Very complicated, very strict very you know i'll just keep it at that and then we'll just see how this this virus in china goes of this new variant i mean it's over two years now but we have to stay strong we have to stay positive and we will come out of this stronger so thanks for listening or watching and i wish you the best health and safety first cheers to get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.